Whiskey and Nerds Podcast. So batch nine, this was from 2017, 2017. So this is, it was only aged for 16 months because you got to think back to five years ago, they were only like 16 months old. (laughs) So it was only aged for one year and four months. So this was, is a, is a baby. That is a baby. This is probably that same batch. Just that, because that was left aged in the like forty months. Yeah. Well, I no, I think or was, the one I saw at the store today was forty months. They're starting to get longer, but the yeah. problem with uh, Texas whiskey is a couple things. One, most <laughs> are new craft distillers, so they're trying to get their product out as fast as possible. Yeah. The benefit of being in Texas, though, is that because it's so bleeding hot outside. Yeah, a little suction on that one. But because it's so bloody hot outside in Texas, the whiskey will—I don't want to say age quickly because that's not how age works—but will react quicker to the uh, to the casks. Yeah. All right. It's a very noisy bottle. <laughs> That's why they moved away from bing, it. Bing, 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 I'll bing, let you bing, pour bing. yours. Oh fuck! So Ironer Promethean twenty six year, twenty six year, sixteen months. Twenty six year Promethean. <laughs> and yet, synthetic cork. Yep. I mean. I get it. Especially then. Careful. Get the stuff. Fuck shit up here. So I actually found... Well, I found Iron Root's own nose, taste, and even their grains. On the Promethean? On this Promethean. Specifically? Specifically. Oh, that's cool. Okay. It is known as their rebellious whiskey. Bring on the whiskey and nerd talk. It says, uh, Promethean is the creative rebel in our portfolio. Prometheus, Prometheus stole fire from Olympus and gave it to man. His bourbon is a perfect as a rainy day dram or the key ingredient in your Manhattan. Mm. So, this would make a good Manhattan just on the it's, it's not a real in-depth, and I guess because it's young. So I'll, I'll, we'll start with the grains. It's, uh, it's 51% alcohol, so 103 proof, 51.5%. The grains are red flint corn, non-GMO yellow corn, and rye. Mm-hmm. So two corns and a rye. The nose. There's only two notes. Sweet corn. <laughs> uh, so I can tell you what the sweet the sweetness comes from smoked figs. I wouldn't get figs, but you know that kind of fruity note. Short. Sure. Yeah, I'm with you on that. One. Um, and then the other note on the nose is tobacco. The old tobacco. I don't know that I get that. I don't get that at all. Yeah. I get I get the sweet fruit, but nothing beyond that. Ooh, not really our flavor profile. What'd you think? Part of it is part. I think part of it might pull it all together. Okay. Uh oh, oh, whoa! I think that was a part I was gonna think. See if it pulled it all together, and it may not have. 
it did the opposite. It started out fine, very much like cornbread, like baked cornbread or like a cream corn type of deal. Okay. And then ended with the weirdest like dry oak tannin note. Yeah, that was, you know, for science, I got to have another sip. Let's see if you pull anything else out. Because you'll sip it and you're like, okay, no, this is totally cool. And then the heat starts coming for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Heat comes in on the back of your tongue. Uh-huh. Right in the back throat. And then you get this oh. weird, there it is. Yeah. And, and I'll, I'll tell you what it is. And it actually kind of, yeah, is right. So. On the taste, what you got? On the taste, candied prunes drizzled in dark chocolate. And if you go back and sip on it, it's exactly what it is. Because I read it first and then sipped it. And meh. we always talk about psychosomatic things. So it, it, could, it could be 100% psychosomatic because you yeah. had cornbread. I had cornbread. Candied, but it was like that creamy sweetness. Candied prunes with dark chocolate is not cornbread. No, not even in the same ballpark. But the finish. And that was what I was like. Well, okay. So candied prunes and dark chocolate really not. None of my thing. Not really no, your thing that much either. I don't either. like chocolate. Um, Someone tried to sell me an Ard bag earlier today. It's like, tastes like there's like a chocolate note during the whole thing. It's like, cool, put it back. Yeah. yeah don't, don't, <laughs> I don't like that. that. Nope. Um, with a dusting of cayenne powder. That bitterness on the end. Yeah. Thousand percent. Yeah. Yes. And I was like, that's either going to pull it all together because it's going to give a little bit of a heat but you're right it's like more like a tannin but the front tasted like a really sweet dark fruited dessert yeah which kind of makes sense on the prunes yeah um which is essentially a raisin plum plum raisin yeah but and then and then takes a second then the alcohol heat comes in from the back yeah you hit on the back of your tongue and then it turns into a weird Bitter spice note, which makes sense for the cayenne. Yeah. Interesting. We will side by side this with the new Promethean, because I remember the new Promethean being just fantastic. Yeah, the new Promethean's ridiculously good. Just, man, those guys at the Iron Root. Their shit is coming together. Yeah, they are doing the Lord's work for Texas whiskey for sure. They really are. They are Starting to make real waves for in the whiskey community, 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 community that's not TX. Yeah. Oh, and I mean, really, for for Texas whiskey right now, you have TX was the the one that broke the ground just because they had a cool looking bottle. Yeah, I think it was the biggest draw. And then Balcones is probably still on top of the world. Yeah, Balcones sure. quickly passed them. Yeah, but I think I. They passed them because they have 30 different options. They're very experimental. But for the longest time, TX had TX whiskey and TX bourbon. And since they've kind of broken out no, of their shell. For the longest bit. time, they had TX whiskey. True. And that was it. They that actually was... didn't put out a bourbon until like a year before we really started getting into it. Mm-hmm. Because we tried TX whiskey and we're like, oh, it's pretty good. It's really sweet. And then like bourbon, I was like, I ain't fucking with that. God. Yeah, because we weren't. We weren't there yet. But even their regular bourbon is like, meh. The barrel proof. Barrel proof. Phenomenal. Two two candy shit to try the sherry. Uh, because the plum scared me away so much, which yeah. was their their other one. Um, but then I saw today when I was at uh, Specs, they have a finished in cognac cask. 
I really want to try that one. It's weird though. They proof all their um, their special casks down to the same proof, which was like 103, I think. It's 103 or 101. It was low. I was like, why pump that back up? Yeah. Because your barrel, your, those are even, rookie numbers. We need those <laughs> yeah, numbers. Pump those back up. Yeah. We need to get those numbers up. But even their cast strength's only 118, which I say only because oh. we've had things way higher, but it was like, that was like the perfect. We still need to do the whole thing where you find out what your proof is. Cause yeah. I feel like mine is still like 113 to 117. I think mine's in the 55 to 58 range. Yeah. But we have had a 57% ABV that was on fire like holy shit this is hot yeah what was that that we had it was like it was last week i would say it was recently yeah um it wasn't the blade runner no it wasn't last week it was the week before last week i don't remember what it is but it is hot for 57 and then we've had 64s (laughs) that were the smoothest (laughs) thing on the planet um more complex in flavor but somehow Oh, they like charcoal filtered it or what? Like whatever filtering process they did go through to proof it. Well, I mean, Booker's is the king of uh, high proof with smooth quality. Yeah. The well, you had the Booker's that you brought. Mm-hmm. You would never know that was high proof. No. Um. And then the uh, little book, the chapter four that I had, mm-hmm. that thing's sixty-seven or yeah. whatever, some astronomical and thing. It's like it's about fifty-eight. If that, yeah, there's no bite on that, and even the uh, larceny barrel proof, mm-hmm. that thing was mid sixties. That is a sipper. I can't wait to f- now that I think I've <laughs> detoxified <laughs> my house. I think, yeah. Uh, now that I've you detoxified my house, open. I'm gonna crack that open. I'm gonna add a cube. Have you added a cube yet? Nah, <sighs> no. Nah. It, it really takes. It's so good though. You when gotta, you, I say when you find one that's really good, you don't want to experiment with it. I don't because they all. But the other the I other caveat to that I is gotta, I gotta fuck with it. If you if you experiment with it, you might find a better way of having it. Like like the great can still be better. There's some Elijah Craig barrel proofs that I just realized I was like mouth raping my microphone. <laughs> yeah, usually that's me and I'm loud enough. But Elijah Craig barrel proof, we found that one is really good. One that's really good with one cube of ice is fucking life changing. I can't get past the dark chocolate cayenne now. It's completely fucked me. Yeah. I got the bitterness of dark chocolate with the spicy cayenne. Isn't that a thing, though? Like dark chocolate like and, and, spiciness? and spice powder? I don't know. Isn't that like a culinary... If you ask Mexicans, it's literally everything in spice powder. True. So. It's like what, mole? <laughs> it's gross. Fuck y'all. <laughs> it's nasty. I've tried it all. You know what's actually good, weirdly enough, and not common? Most people don't know about it. Even Mexicans, I was like, hey, did you know this is a thing? They're like, what the fuck are you talking about? It's called green mole. Yeah. So instead of it being made, like, essentially out of molasses, it's essentially made out of pumpkin seeds. Dude. Yeah. So fucking good. Interesting. One of the guys. I thought you were about to throw out a fire there for a second. Yeah. So fire. And, oh no. You just no, had no. that look on your face like you're about to throw out a fire. I've literally never done that. I haven't either. That's Ever. why I got scared. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, who am I podcasting? Almost ended the podcast right then and there. It's been a good year and a half. So, yeah, we're, we're gonna go ahead and just end this. Yeah. Uh, we're done here. Get out of my house. <laughs> what I uh, God. Oh, I'm I am all over the place. I had to sample a tequila earlier and a whiskey. One right after it's the a other. Sentence I hate saying. 
Yeah, so... <laughs> I had to drink alcohol earlier. It's completely fucked me up. Um, People that say the word bet? Yeah, I never... Man, for the longest time, I didn't know what it meant. I still don't. Yeah, it's, a, it's one of those words that's got a ton of different meanings. Yeah, so I, I, I have a lot of people that work for me. And I've had a lot of turnover in certain positions. And one guy... It started with this one guy. He worked in customer service. I was like, all right, man... Uh, Call this guy. We need to check on this. And can you follow up on where this is at? Bet. Bet what? What are we betting on? I just need you to do that. No, I got your bet. The fuck does See, that mean? I've come to learn that bet is just short for you betcha. And so if you think about it that way, it always works. It's like, hey, man, I need this. You betcha. Bet. Okay, so here, the English language is, in and of itself, Latin-based, very, very complicated, very difficult to learn. Yeah. There, there, and there. Shit like that. Mm -hmm. As immigrants learning English, not the easiest. We have a clusterfuck. Yeah. With that said... Americans learning English. <laughs> it's a clusterfuck. You're, you're getting ahead of me. With that said, can we not make it stupider for the Americans that we have now... With shit like that. Yeah. Saying things like fire and bet. Yeah, where it's uh it's just our, our slang. Well, listen, I am a sixty-five year old man in a thirty year old's body. I'll never change that. Whiskey and Nerds Podcast. <laughs>